Warrior Jimbo here. Coming to you still for Season 1, Episode 4. It's been a while, folks. It's been way too long. Way too long, boys and girls. A lot has happened. A lot has come up. Since the last time we spoke, you hear this music in the background. We're investing more and more into my audience. Long story short. We'll talk about it on the show. We're going to talk about everything. It's a general panel. Politics, sports, sports. Toilet bowl's going on right now in the background. Miami versus Jacksonville. This is the Degenerate Special. Who are we going to bet on? In the Degenerate Special, Jimbo's going to tell you. Jimbo bets on right here, right now. If I had to take, I would take no one. They both suck. This is a shitty game. But there's the virus. Still going strong, destroying people's lives, creating social distance and separation from people. Still and still and still, this thing will go until there's a vaccine, which will take who knows. thing about me about this is that the virus, they politicized. I mean, how in the world do you politicize a virus? It's a... It's it's crazy. I mean, you don't politicize these things. And I see not only USA doing it, but China too. I mean, they're politicizing a virus. It's it's insane, a pandemic. I mean, who who politicizes this? I mean, you need to get down to it, work together, uh, be receptive and open. Let's get to the bottom of this. We have to figure out how this came about, where this started. Where do I personally believe it started? I believe it started in the lab. I'm a conspiracy theorist. I've read Behold the Pale White Horse and many other things. I, I really do. This this started in a lab. I mean, you have uh, people in China coming forth with it, scientists, and, and people coming forth saying it was created in a lab. And, then, and there's the thing that came out with the bubonic plague. How does the bubonic plague come about? I mean, there's a case of it in an animal in China. This stuff is being created in a lab. This is a silent war, I'm telling you. And China's won the silent war. I'm saying it right now. This is, this is crazy. But, I mean, people be safe. I understand, you know, this is this is not, it's far from over. But don't let it run your life. I, I, I've said that before and I said it time again. Don't let it run your life. Live your life. I mean, I see people right now, including myself. I was away. I, um, I haven't been on in a while. So I'm going to tell you what happened after I tell you I, I went away. Um... I went to New Hampshire. I love it up there. I've talked about this before. I really love it. It's beautiful. It's so clean. It's way cleaner than New Jersey. It's cheaper. A lot more land, bigger in size, a lot less people. You know? Um, I go up there. I wear a mask. I walk into a 7-Eleven. Like, four people turned around and looked at me like I was about to hold the fucking place up. And... My father-in-law is telling me it's because the Mets mask. I had a Mets mask on. <laughs> but I, I shit you not. I walk up to the counter and, and he, he goes look at me. He's like, what's up, brother? You sick? And I was like, no. And he was like, well, what's going on? I was like, I'm from New Jersey. That explains it. We don't got nothing really up here. And they really didn't. They didn't. Like, I swear to God, three hours and 45 minutes away, like, in the fucking twilight zone, like, nothing happened. I'm not saying people never got it up there. They did, but was nowhere near the proportionate amount of people like it did here, you know? Um, 
politics was it? I don't know on that end. Uh, I think the governors in New Jersey, he's done a good job in the sense of keeping people alive and keeping things, you know, sustainable. Um, across the river in New York, not so good of a job. Not so good of a job. In the mayor of New York, horrible job. Horrendous job. I mean, I've told you before that this city will go backwards. It will be the 1970s again. Crime will be at an all-time high. The city will turn into what it was in the 70s and stuff. It, it, it was like fucking Libya. Crime will be high. Vigilantes will be high. I, 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 it's crazy. After my last episode, my friend Richard come by who works in New York and um, works in the Bronx and Queens. And I told you last time that well, I'm not saying he's a vigilante, but you know people are going to buy uh, guns now. People are going to buy tasers and mace. Comes over with a taser. <laughs> I don't fucking blame him. He, you have to. I mean, he knows what it is. He's been around the block like me. You don't got to be from the streets and understand the hood. He knows what's going on, what's about to happen. I mean, it's going to be bad. And he has to do what he has to do to protect themselves. I mean, over like fucking 1,000 cops or 1,500 cops resigned in New York. Because, you know, you got these people who are anti-cop and looking for a reason to defund the police. Um, like I said before, you know, 95% of cops are good. 5% are bad. I have skin in the game. I've told you that before. And they're they're good people. They're not bad people. They don't do stuff like that. They don't, you know, put necks, uh, their, their knees on people's necks and abuse people, you know, and stuff like that. You, you know, they, it's, it's, not, it's not in their DNA. So I told you that before, 5% of cops are bad people. 95% are good. It just, like I said, look, go through your job. <laughs> You'll find assholes. It is what it is. Sucks. Like I said, not a, not a good job where, where you can have a bad day. You know, I can have a bad day. I could bounce back. I, I'm in finance. I can make more calls tomorrow. I could get somebody um, with more shares or say uh, without elaborating too much. But, you know, I, I can get the job done. You know, I, I can have a bad day. You're a pilot, you're a cop, you really can't have a bad day. It just, uh, you got people's lives uh, at stake here. I've known bad cops. I've known good cops. I personally know more good cops. And by bad cops, I don't mean sitting there uh, racially profiling people or beating people or nothing like that. They were bad cops in the sense that they were taking. They were working in uniform Pledge an oath that they would obey the law. And they didn't. They took. Old school cops from Jersey City. I understand. I heard the, the saying a lot of these guys were on the take before they were taken. But I have an uncle who was a cop during that time and, and didn't go down that path. But then I had some on the other side who was a dirty cop. And in a way, karma got to him, right? He punched out before he punched in, you know, and I didn't make that happen. I'm not saying he deserved it, but that's karma. I mean, you want to sit there and and steal and shake people down and, you know, come up off of things while you're working. You know, karma's going to get you. So, 
One went down on one road, both in the same era, and was a great cop. And I have a picture of him in my house, and I'll always keep up, because he was not only a great cop, but a great guy. You know, he, he was a very street smart guy. Um, my Uncle Steve, uh, you can't put into words what, what type of person that uh, he was to all of us as a family. Uh, a great person, man, with a great heart, hardcore. You'll, you won't meet people like that no more. They are um, a dying breed who grew up in real tough times. And I've said it before, tough times don't last last uh tough people do and he did in real tough times and a tough job tougher than it is now i i understand like people say oh my god cops this is a tough time you, you have no idea like this the, he was a cop during the race wars and race riots and he was a good guy on the good side but he he had a you know do what he had to do in a sense because of other cops were around him doing what the guy did to George Floyd. Like, they had bad cops like that, you know, and ultimately who pays? Mostly the good cops, unfortunately. Should they pay for it? Absolutely not. They shouldn't be dragged into it, but they are. And it's it, it's tough to see that happen, you know. I understand there, there's bad cops out there, and, it, you know, I don't want to see nothing happen to nobody personally, but if it's going to happen to somebody, let it happen to the bad cops, the fucking crooked ones, you know. I have things that I got to do, too, to protect myself as well. I have cameras in my house. I don't want to be my, my, my rights or my liberties being violated in any source, in any fashion. I have a recording. I record them. I understand. I, I hear a lot of people's stories, and they say, you know, what about me? I was profiled. I was harassed. I was um, wronged by the police. And I'm, I'm positive they were. They didn't have a recording. And so a lot of people put a lot of faith and the system in these cops and these people with badges because they believe that they're not sheep in wolves. I mean, um, wolves in sheep's clothing. But some of them are not fair. You know, they're wolves in sheep's clothing, and it's it, it's frustrating. But you, you got to keep moving on with life. Um, I'd hate to stay on that topic. It's uh, it's unfortunate. It's still happening. I see it happening in Milwaukee where the guy shot the guy. I mean, terrible, terrible situation to be in. Um, there was ways that I would personally handle it. Again, I'm not in that situation, but I would have probably smacked the shit out of the guy in the head or tackled him to the ground. I don't, would not have shot the guy at all. I, I wouldn't have let him go that far. But that's my opinion. I, I'm not trying. I'm not here to wrong nobody. Uh, with the police or anybody, I, I would never try to wrong anybody. It's just what I would do in that situation. And I say that from where I'm at, you know, behind a desk. So uh, I'm not trying to make light of it. it, it it's terrible on all sides. I, I don't want to see nobody ever caught up in the system. It's a terrible thing. Um, man, crazy times. But you, you got to get through it. Like I said, there, there's good and, and, and bad on all sides, all over, in, in all walks of life. Um, wow. But let's talk about the toilet bowl. So in the background, I got the toilet bowl on. We got the uh, the Jags and the Dolphins. 7 nothing Dolphins right now. 
fucking Charlotte Bowl, man. This is Degenerates game right here. If you had a bet on this game, you're a degenerate. I, I, I really yeah, I, I really would say so, right? I, I, I wouldn't take either one of these teams. I mean, I wouldn't trust either one of them on money. Last time I went around, I was two for three. That usually happens to me a lot. I have lost more one losses than anything because I am a greedy fuck. I love the parlays. I know some people say it's a sucker's thing, a parlay, but I love it, dude. I told you 82% of my picks are good. What I win is probably like 60%, 67%, but I win big. I am probably only up like 200 bucks. I haven't gambled as much. I'm probably in a four or five game losing streak right now. But I'm still up a couple hundred bucks. I remember I was down at probably like six, seven hundred in the beginning. Because, oh my God. Uh, some of these teams got hot in MLB real fast that, that weren't good. Um, it, it, it's crazy. It's a seesaw. It's not like your normal uh, times. But you get hot, you go down, you come back, you bounce back, and you play. I don't, I don't stop. I, I, I mean... In a sense, I don't gamble every day, but I'm not going to quit because I know I'm good in it, and I know I can win, and I know I profit off it. I don't listen to naysayers and people say, oh, you know, people don't win, ever, nobody ever wins. Get the fuck out of here. I know people who win. I know a friend, uh, grew up with my brother, showboat, I'm not going to say his name, but he lives in Las Vegas, right? He lives off playing poker. Lives off playing poker, lives in a nice place, lives off the buffets, makes good money. More than you probably would make working your fucking Monday to Friday 40-hour working stiff job. And you know what it's about? The fucking discipline. The discipline of playing. People think you think, you know, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut corners and stuff. You can cut corners. Don't get me fucking wrong. I know how to cut corners all day. All fucking day, I'll tell you, teasers, pleasers, I told you, parlays. I'll take fucking two-team parlay. I'll make it, I'll make, I'll make, I'll make it profit. I'll take down the fucking under on the one game, put the over in the other game. I'll fucking tease the fucking score. I'll do whatever you want. But, but, it's about discipline. If I just won fucking 10 grand, am I willing to pull another fucking six grand down and double down? I'm going to try to make profit? No, you got to discipline yourself. And that's how he does it. He gets in with the bookies and the dealers, and they call him up middle of the night. Hey, listen, there's six or five suckers down here from fucking uh, Mississippi or New Jersey or wherever out here drunk. Come down here. They're playing fucking uh, $500 hands, $1,000 hands, whatever it is. $500 on a flop, whatever it is, you know, unlimited amount. And he's coming down there making his money, making four or $500 a day, $1,000 a day, maybe sitting there for a week not making nothing. But he's disciplining himself. And that's how you make a fucking living. There's a way to fucking do things, right? You can fucking cut corners all day. I could fucking, that's what I love about uh, the sports book. I could shit, taking shit down all day. Like all these people, like, oh, you got to bet the spread on every game. I could fucking tease it. If I fucking feel as though the game's at seven and a half, like the Chiefs game this week, that game is what? At seven and a half all day? I took them down to one and a half or two and a half, and they won by three. You don't think I know what the fuck I'm doing? I bring it down to two and a half? Then I'll make up for any other end. The Yankees fucking money line, I'll give fucking somebody two and a half fuck. I'll give, I'll, I'll take the Yankees and give two and a half runs. But that's how you got to do it. If you know your shit and you know how, what the fuck you're doing, you're doing it right. You can fucking do it and make it. And gambling, don't get it fucked up.
Don't let people discourage you either and say, oh, the sucker's bad. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They never took a chance in life. There's some models I live by, and I'll ride that all the way to the fucking end in my life. Two things that I will always live by. And it's, it's, it's not, I would say, you know, my favorite of all of them. I don't have no favorite, but there's a lot of things, of quotes, that I live by. And it kept me alive and kept me going through things. Number one is by Wayne Gretzky. You miss 100% of the shots you never take. You miss 100% of the shots you never take. And I take that in life. You're never going to get shit unless you fucking take a shot, man. I'll take my shot. I promise you. Just like, yeah, I'll take my fucking shot. I will take a shot all day then sit back and do nothing. And what I say in gambling, like I told you, I told you how it is in life, that's your, that, that has to be your approach. You have to approach that. The opportunity to, to, to challenge yourself and to achieve the next thing and not worry about the fucking judgment of others. Not worry about who the fuck says anything, who cares, the negative feedback. And you just fucking take that shot, man. Be vulnerable. Be vulnerable, I'm telling you. Take the opportunity. Those people are afraid because they never want to take the shot because they're afraid of criticism. They're afraid, man. They're afraid of what people would say. Afraid of what people think. Who gives a fuck what people think and what people fucking say, man? That's an opinion. I'm going to tell you something about me right now that I really don't. My comp, you know, you know, it's just like criticism. You can't let criticism get to your heart. You, you don't listen to these people with this negative feedback. They either they're older than you, they never lived it, and they're seeing you do it, and they're just like, no, no, you're trying to discourage you. Don't don't let people fucking discourage you. You do it. I'm telling you, take a shot. Don't live your life and never say you never. I I, I could have went somewhere and I never did. I could have traveled. Uh, to my favorite place I've never been to before in my life. I never did. I was afraid of of, of flying out of a crash. I never I wanted to go, I always wanted to go to school or, or college or anything like that, but I was afraid I was gonna fail. Right? I was afraid to put that resume into my, to the next job when I have a job, which is the best time to look for a job is when you got a fucking job. I never did it because I was afraid. I was afraid of rejection. Never, do not let that consume you and do not listen to others. If your intuition led you down that path to put that resume in, go forth with it. Go forth with it. I intuitively do things. Of course, that's how I live my life. I live my life, you know, for the moment, for today. I don't, I don't build it off yesterday. Yesterday's not going to get me a bright tomorrow. Build it off today, right now, right here. You know, I, I, I'm telling you right now, I'm only going to tell you and talk about things that I've lived. I don't talk about what's what's um, predicated uh, of others or hypothesis or ideologies of what I've heard. Or I go of what I've lived and what I've known. That's the safest fucking advice you can give someone. Is the advice of what you know and you lived. 
No one wants your negative opinions. Don't talk about shit that you've never been through or you never walked in those people's shoes. You don't know shit. Talk about what you've lived and give that feedback, that positive feedback. Hey, man, I've been down this road. I know where it goes from experience. Not from your fucking hypothesis or your ideology or what the fuck you thought would be true. Don't think about stuff like that. You got to talk about the things that you've actually been through. And there goes my dog bear. There. Stop. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's bear. My first guest. (laughs) Speaking his mind. Saying that's right. Talk about it, Jimbo. Tell him. Talk about what the fuck you know. And what you've lived. Live through yourself, not through others. If I can bring, I told you that before, if I can bring one person value, one person value, that's all I care about. Just bringing one of you value. You know, bringing you closer to you achieving your goals or taking that leap of faith in life. Going places you want to, you never been. Doing things you never, you never did, you always wanted to do. Relationships that you don't have amended that you might feel as though this person feels this against me or they might not like me, I don't agree with them and I'm afraid to say something. You know, amend them relationships, man. Move on with your life. Don't let that shit occupy your heart or hold you back. You know, like, you can't run from your fucking problems, man. Because all you're going to do is take it with you in a fucking bag. You're going to open it up right there. We all got issues. I promise you that. We all got issues. That's 100% true. Don't let people tell you different. You're always going to have issues in life. When you have problems, when you don't resolve your issues. Resolve your issues, man. Iron them out. If they're with people, if they're with things, if they're at work. Don't hold on to that shit, man. It makes you ugly. You know, it it could ruin your relationships in life. uh, You know, cause separation or whatever it is. Having unhealthy relationships or marriages, you know, it's... You bring outside sources from what other people say or what you're seeing on TV. And you bring that that in. You you never want to bring that shit in. You want to keep that shit out. You know, keep it separated. Um, It's not good. But uh, I could tell you that, like, it's just uh, the criticism of others and things you see on TV, especially right now in election time. I mean, it is insane. They're getting bombarded on TV with all these negative political ads. And that's all I want to do is bash people on each side. Bash, bash, bash. Taking shots at people. It's terrible seeing that shit. You would think that's on a brighter thing. Like, listen, elect me for this. They're sitting there taking low blows at other people's, you know, values. They're, they're children. It's terrible. Disgusting. I tell you what, uh, the politicians, man, pff, totally opposite number. Like 5% of them are good. I'm telling you. I, you think that I'm, I'm, I'm BSing you here. 5% of them are 
are good. Because politicians, they work for themselves. They're not for you. There's a few good ones. Politicians are out politicians are out for their own agenda. I swear, don't believe none of these guys. Oh God. I tell you, you, you know, you, you look at, at Trump, I know he says things on Twitter, he's crazy, he says all these crazy, crazy, crazy things. And you know, it's terrible. You know, you don't want to see anybody like that, you know, in office saying them things because you hold them, you know, to a higher standard. The highest standard, actually, besides probably the Pope, right? Because that's one of your highest leaders. So when they're saying things and they're saying they want to dominate you and stuff like that, that was a horrible word. You don't want to hear somebody saying you dominate you. You don't pay your taxes to be dominated. Um, on the other side, you got, you know, Joe Biden. He He's another mess. I mean, another one, another politician who works for themselves. It's sad. But it is, you like to see people who do things for all uh, when when you're out there. You, you know, you don't want to see, you know, people dividing and stuff like that. But like I said, politicians, man, they're all about themselves. 5% are good. I'm telling you right now, 95% are bad. Uh, the guys in my town are excellent. I vote for them all day. They have been nothing but great to me, my family, and the rest of these people of this town, they've included people and made people part of a community. They are more or inclusiveness and include people in the community. You know, they never shunned or have done anything negative that I ever seen. And I've known these people for a very, very, very long time and very personal with them. And I think that is the best way to vote. When you actually understand them and you know them and you have a deep understanding of them and know they have great values and their intentions are good and they have done nothing but good since they've been here, then I would say 100% vote for them. And I would be proud, proud to put their political um, pictures and, you know, their campaign stuff on my lawn because they have been nothing but good to me, my family, and like I said, to many others in this community. And they keep achieving great things, building an education, making sure things are done, making sure the community is clean, making sure it's safe. Um, if you need me, I'm here. Always, 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 always. So I would say voting-wise, that is your most important, is your community, the township where you live, the city where you live. Those are very important, even your county where you live, you know. But very importantly is your town, your city, wherever you may live. Those are your more, most important politicians. If you get to know them in your town and they're coming around to you, meeting you, greeting you, um, open to questions for you, those are great. And they're answering for you, not blowing you off. That's, that, that's really what it's at for me. Um, what are we going to talk about here? The reason why... And I just had an epiphany. It came back to me. The reason why my show was delayed. Well, I ordered a microphone. I don't really know too much about shit like this. I'm not a singer. I'm not an artist. I'm not trying to be a rapper. Um, I don't really know nothing about musical shit. But I do know that I bought a Rodcaster. A Rodcaster is where I can have up to four different people at once hooked up into the system 
and I can have audio. I can have, you know, like the music you heard in the beginning. Well, that music, I can add to it. I have, I have cheers. I have claps. I have boos. I can download different, you know, noises and stuff to add to this show. I'm really going big with this show. If you don't know or didn't hear music, but I'm really trying to go big. And what I mean by big, obviously my audience is getting bigger. Um, my podcast is in it. I want to try to grow. I want to expand. I'm sorry for keeping this back for long. But so what happened was the podcast I bought didn't have the correct microphone. Now I'm relying on the guy I'm speaking to on the phone. I'm not going to blow up the uh, place where I bought it from because I don't think their products are bad at all. It's just the person I was dealing with at the time didn't seem to generally know um, what things went with what. Gave me a microphone that went to a laptop. It had a USB port in it. It did not have the cord to the back of the rodcaster. So, had to get back in touch with him, explain to him what he did and did not do. He sends me the correct microphone with the arm, which takes about three or four weeks because they had to back order it. Um, I get the microphone, right? So, I get the microphone. I do not have the... plug that goes to the rodcaster to where I can get my audio so I'm like well how the hell am I gonna have this podcast or any other podcast in the future if I don't have the cord and the guy was like oh I'll send it out to you overnight I'm so sorry I didn't realize it's an accident no problem send it to me overnight get get the cord the cord's not long enough I'm like what the is going on here. This cord's not long enough. So, call him back. Tell him, explain to him, you only gave me a three, four cords. But I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm going to send it to you. And it's on like a Saturday. It takes like a couple days to come. But I'm here now. And uh, people want to know why it was so late. I was getting all your text from all of you fans and, and all your questions, bro. And I love all of yous. Every one of yous. I'm so sorry it took this long, but you know what? That's commitment. I will not stop. I will keep coming to you. Like I said to you guys, I want you guys to do the same in life. Don't ever quit. You're going to face barriers. You're going to come down obstacles. You're going to hit bumps in the path. But just keep going, man. Keep fucking going, man. Fight through. It is what it is. I know it's going to get you upset, some things in life. But don't let it discourage you. Don't ever let things discourage you. You got to keep going on with life. Um, I am personally telling you that it's the worst thing. To sit there and just give up. Like I said, you never want to give up on things. Like Wayne Gretzky, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. If you never took the shot, you're never going to know. I'm willing to do this. I'm really going down this road. I really don't care about criticism. I don't care about what people say or the negative feedback. If I might get any, I have not got any back. But I will never let criticism get to my heart. Just like my compliments won't get to my head. And once you get down that road and understand those things like that, and you start coming down that where you, you don't hear the boos or the cheers, you're good. Because once you can block out the fucking boos and the cheers and don't give a fuck whatever people say or people's opinions and just keep fucking rocking to the beat and watch the beat of your own fucking drum, you're going to accomplish more. You know what I mean? And that's how, that's, how, that's how you get it in life. I'm not a guru. I'm not claiming to be a guru. 
But I'm telling you, if you can take your fucking success and your your losses the same way and not let your achievements get to your head and become a fucking egotistical maniac or a fucking asshole, you're going to make it in life. I promise you that. You're going to fucking make it in life. You're going to achieve things. You're going to overcome things in life. Um, your relationships will be better in life. Once you can realize that you can take your criticism and uh, not to your fucking heart, you know, and your comments to your head, just like your fucking cheers and your booze, you block them all out. Like if you take them the fucking same and you take your losses like your fucking success, you're going to be fine. You take your losses like your wins, you're going to be fine. I'm telling you, you know, block out the fucking booze. Um, don't make your achievements become an asshole. Just be humble. When your ego starts leading you and guiding you, uh, it, uh, when you accomplish it, you, you, I'm telling you, ego will put you in a bad place. You're gonna be an egotistical maniac. You, you're gonna not. We're gonna. You're not gonna ride off confidence. You're gonna ride off fucking cockiness. And you never want to do that. You know. Another another good one I'm gonna to give to you right now is my other favorite one is by Mike Tyson. Everyone has a plan until you get punched in the fucking face. Not in the fucking face, but in the face. So everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. And that's one of my best collectibles in my sports memorabilia is Mike Tyson's glove. Signed, autographed by Iron Mike himself in a little octagon glass case. And in the background is Mike with a quote. Everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. So if you understand that too, you understand. You know, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Blah, 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 blah. You're all fucking, then you get fucking bopped in the fucking mouth. Where's all that fight, right? You get sucked out of you. Because your fucking bark was out in your fucking bite. That's why I, I, listen, to, I listen to these people when they, when they talk and they explain things to me. You know, they, they, they're always, they're all full of steam. Like when I'm down a sports book and all these fucking guys, I'm going to bet fucking 10000 bet 20000 right now. I'm going to go to fucking win. I'm going to bet $20,000 to fucking Jacksonville. I'm going to bet I'm going to come back right now. I'm not fucking 10 nothing to Miami. That's how it's going to be. I'm telling you right fucking now. I took it all fucking now. Put 10. Then go do it, motherfucker. What the fuck are you telling me for? They don't fucking do it. They're all fucking steam. Don't talk about it. Be about it. And that's how I am. Actions speak louder than words. And I tell you that. You know, live by what you fucking do. Don't live by what you fucking say. Do it. Be a competitive alpha like I am. Go for it. Be an intuitive executor like me. Because that's what I am. You know, in order to get here, you got to do some deep soul searching. I mean, deep. You got to dig deep within yourself. I told you about that. You got to find out your unconscious self. Who you really are. Got to go for it, man. Got to go for it. But you got to know yourself. That's why I said that in the beginning. It happens for a reason, the way this is all set up. You know? Evil communication corrupts good minds. Don't let people fucking say shit to you and ruin your relationships, put you down a fucking path in your life that you're not willing to go down. Don't follow people what they fucking say with their negative shit. Because that's a, those negative comments you don't need. You want positive feedback. You want positive people in your life. You want people going down a fucking path that you wanted to be down or go down. Or it's telling you, man, don't be afraid. 
I'm here for you. That cares for you, really loves you, you know? Those are the words you want to hear from people that genuinely love you. And you know that, you know, they're coming from a good place. I know people on both sides of the spectrum. I know people who, who, who are, wouldn't say, you know, family and 100% close to me. Like I see them every day or speak to them. But I know they they genuinely love me. They're good, you know, they they wouldn't do nothing to hurt me. Where I, I unlike somebody who's, or someone who's extremely close to me and they would Given the chance, probably stab me in the fucking back. Disgusting. Disgusting. And I know it. I keep fucking living. It is what it is. Because people like that, you know, that... Um, uh, sit there and, and put that shit out there and cause separation of families. And, and you know, they, they want to tell you about someone and talk about someone. Hey, oh, you talk to him. What about this and that? What was your intent when you said that, right? What was your intent when you went out and saw that person's happiness and disparaged them? Coward. You didn't go to them and say it to their face. Went behind their back and talked about them. Tried to ruin relationships. And and it's... I, I didn't want to talk about this, but I have a general topic that... I, you know, I, I don't want to talk about family. I don't, I don't like doing that. I, don't, I never got off on that. I've always been one to um, see family included. I, I, I love my family. You pick your friends. You don't pick your family. It is who it is, but I love my family. I wouldn't change it for, 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 for anyone uh, in this family. Uh, my immediate family, my extended family, you know, everyone. Uh, I love them for who they are. That's that. But... There have been some who have come into the family and have tried to cause separation, right? Some of us know who they are. They were never family. They came into the family. Either they, A, married in, or B, been um, fiancé, I guess, for a very, 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 very fucking long time. And they were cuckoo birds. They burned their bridges with um, numerous family members by their evil communication and always talked about others, judged others, um, always trying to keep distance from others and family events, try to stick it to people and use other people. That's disgusting. And I've seen it uh, unfold in years. And they're disgusting, you know. Uh, And it's sad when it's your own family that does that. But... There are people like that. And like I said, they were not family in the sense that they were married into the family. There have been some in the family who have said things that were preposterous and just they they can't get over shit. They live in the past. And like I said, I'm not one to live in the past. I don't give a fuck. I, I can't sit there and live in the past. The past is the past. I don't give a fuck. I know where I'm at now and I know where I'm going. You know? Uh, I, I never got off on people who, who were like that, that sat there and just imagine a, a person who, God, would sit there and go to like somebody's maybe, you know, say social media or something like that. They would go to like their actual site, right? And and, and say some hateful stuff, like and say something about somebody or 
or just bring it to, to someone else. They would go and, and talk about them people. For what reason? For what reason would they talk about them people? They went to that site to cause, you know, hurt to someone. That's not right. You don't go out and cause hurt to someone. That's terrible. What type of person would go on the thing? I, I pray for people like that. You pray for people like that, right? They give you that criticism. That sit there. What type of person would go and look at someone from maybe a social standpoint or be out in public and say something uh, totally egregious and talk about them? I mean, you pray for people like that. It's disgusting. That's disgusting that people talk about others, you know, like that. But there are people like that. Just don't be a, uh, a pontificator. It's just disgusting. You know, it is what it is. You just, you, you know, you don't have to sit there and go and, and spew racist things to others or, or say things about one's family, race, religion, gender, or anything like that. You don't even know that person. But you do it. That's one thing I don't like, and I'll never do that in the show. You know, I show empathy and kindness. I want to see people reconcile relationships. That's what America probably fucking needs more. Uh, Positive energy and optimism. Because the economy is great. Uh, You think the economy is bad right now? Yeah, it's bad right now. No shit. But overall, I mean, it's not to the point where it's completely uh, decimated. There's still life. I mean, there's other countries who who, who will not rebound from this. I, I assure you that. Will not rebound from this. Like in New York, you think New York's never be the same? Never. New York City will never be the same. Like 27% of people in Manhattan already took off. These fucking nightclubs and, and restaurants, 82% of them haven't paid their uh, their rent. Because they, they can't. There's nothing there. The politicians, like I said, they're over there. They fucking politicized it. They're just opening up now 25%. Terrible job. Terrible job. New York's terrible. But, um, you know, the economy's great. You know, the only thing with, with, with USA is just, in America, I would never bash America in any way, but it's just... A lot of things go on here that have been going on, you know, for, for, for many years. You know, sexism, racism... Uh, you know, it has a strong infrastructure, great military, yeah, great economy. There's so many jobs, so many opportunities, but it comes with a price for some. Not a good price. Not a good price, you know. Uh, and you, and you got to, you know, talk about the things you don't want to talk about and, and tackle the, the things, you know, people don't want to tackle. And that's... Why you need good politicians, and like I said, 94% are bad. They don't help the fucking cause, so... Watch who you vote for. Make the right decision for you, your family, and for others, your neighbors, your family, your friends, for the rest of the country. Uh, Rock the vote, but rock the right one. Like I said, uh, there's nothing worse than having somebody in, in the office on not helping those situations that are in dire need of help. Racism, sexism, um, optimism, 
for Americans, unity, you know, it's not us versus them, not us versus the cops, not us, that shouldn't be uh, even in your mind or your thoughts. That's not the way it is. I understand some people have bad experiences in, in, in with cops, and that's that's not right. I, I feel bad for the people who are truly racial, racial profiled, because I know some who have used that for their advantage, while hundreds or thousands of others have been, didn't have the money to have a cell phone to record those unfortunate and disgusting, you know, incidences, but, you know, hopefully it changes for the better, uh, maybe the DOJ, Department of Justice will sit there, implement new policies and procedures for police, educate them more, put them on the academy longer, uh, more community policing, you know, where it needs to be, um, stop putting white cops up in the South Bronx and these crazy places that they never been before off of merit because they don't understand the community. You got to put the people who are from the community, a dialect that work in the community, understand the community, you know, that understand the culture. And, 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 that, and, that, and that happens a lot. You, you know, you see these incidences like in these certain cases that have played out before in the past of Abdul Lima or, you know, the ones who have been shot by um, being put in a situation they've never been in before. Grew up in suburbia, Long Island, Suffolk County or Nassau County, and now they're in the South Bronx, you know, working somewhere in a bad neighborhood. I'm not trying to justify it or make light of it, but they never been put in a situation like that. They shit their fucking pants. I mean, the first thing they do, they think their lives are in danger if they see someone in the city and they show some aggression. Tragedy. Don't understand the culture again. And and those things happen. You know, there has to be better things implemented in 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 those places within policing where they're not put in that situation. But it's only something that we can come together and work towards and strive for to get that to happen. You know, I understand when people say, well, you know, there's in L.A. there was 35 percent this year in the budget went to policing. And then they had to split the rest of the pie up into education, uh, Department of Public Works, um, you know, all these other things that, you know, they need to get done that's on the agenda. If you got 35% of the budget occupied in policing, how the fuck can you get brand new schools? How can you get more streets that have potholes and paved or cameras put up in um, places that are main intersections to prevent, you know, senseless uh, people running red lights and, you know, hurting someone or, you know, safeguarding the children who are going to school? Uh, putting up those flashing stoplights I see now everywhere, which is fine, um, and crossing guards in more places. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, does uh, do do we need to put the majority of money towards the police? No, no. But when they need it, you got to give it to them. You know what I mean? If this year you say no problem, listen, I can't give you thirty five percent. I'll give you twenty percent. No problem. 
No problem. And two years from now, hey, listen, you know, crime went up. I'm going to need uh, 15 or, you know, 2,000 more officers. And uh, I'm going to need more equipment, obviously more cars. I need more people on patrol, yada, yada, yada. Make sure you get my fucking money, though. Don't defund them. But equally proportion out the money you're giving out to make sure things get done. Doesn't have to always be the same every year. It can't always be the police. It can't always be education. You gotta, you know, budget out right. You know, it's fundamental. You should be doing it all the time. But you gotta do it. You gotta do it. But I wanna be here all night with you. It's been 48 minutes that I've been on the show. Uh, you know, I wanna sit there and just talk about positive things before I get off and give you some more of my picks. I'm going to have people on in the future. That's the whole point of getting this Rodcaster. And now I'm going to get more microphones. I'm going to have people on. It's getting down that road. I already talked to my cousins. Uh, and, and you're going to be on. When you come here, you'll be on. So that's what it is. You're going to bring your negative energy. And I'm going to bring my positive energy. And we're going to come together. And we're going to have a good fucking laugh, right? But... Um, it's, it's going to be great. We're, we're going to get on with this show. We're going to talk about things. Like I said, I don't want to spend too much time uh, holding you up here and, and, and feel as though this, sh- this show has been dragged out. But a lot of things has um, transpired through this time since I've been on. Obviously, I'm growing now. I have a different microphone. I hope it's clear. I wasn't talking through um, such a good microphone like now. I hope it sounds great. But... Um, I'm really looking forward to the future uh, with guests and and all that. But, you know, I I am who I am. Uh, My my, my humility is a deep foundation aspect to my success and where I'm at today. So when I talk about things, like I said, I only talk about what I know. And I try to keep the negative shit out of what people say because... Uh, and I'm not saying like about the show. I'm just talking about in life. If anybody ever have uh, come across that in life, because I I've see I see now, and I want to talk about that before I leave. That the suicide rate is so high, and it's terrible. I I, I hate to see people go down that path so bad. Because I'm 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 I'm, I'm telling you, real recognizes real. That I've I've had that thought. I'm not gonna lie to you. Of course, so easy, right? Hey man, fuck this, man. Why should I? Why should I have to put up with this? Why Why should I have to feel like this? My my feelings are so overwhelming that it's 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 consuming me. It's taking me over that I'm so sad or depressed that it just, fuck it, you know, fuck it. Like, just end it. That's easy, right? It sucks. It, it, it sucks. It's shitty. It's disgusting. It's supposed to hurt because that's not how it's supposed to be. And, and you see the suicide right now, like, going higher and higher and higher and higher because, I mean, the virus, people are, are so concerned about that like overly concerned with it that you know that they're afraid they're going to get it or or they get sick and they just they fucking kill themselves and that's terrible so you never want to do that you know there, there there's lines you can call there's people you can call you know reach out to family and friends i mean i would always be here for anyone who ever came to me whether it's fucking one o'clock in the afternoon or one o'clock in the morning man i i wouldn't let nobody you know want to cause harm to themselves or others you know you just sit there if, if you want to kill yourself you call a, a line. Don't do that. You know, like I said, there's so many things I live for. If you don't have a child or a loved one, I mean, you have a pet, you know, that, that, that pet relies upon you, right? 
they love you unconditionally, you know, because they don't tell it to you. Um, you know, they bark, but they're always around you. And they, they always, when you come home from your bad days, right? Who's looking in your face, right? That, that, that one. Who's, who's going for your walks with you, right? The dog. So it's all about, you know, seeking and finding balance in life. I, I'm always going to try to find balance. I've been through so much shit in my life, whether fucking so down and so up. That for real, like for me to find balance was fucking hard, man. Because I've hit rock fucking bottom, but I've hit fucking the sky. And it's not the limit. I, I can still go. And I know I, I never reached my capacity yet. And I'm still going to do things and achieve things. And that's why I'm here to tell you, like, you can do anything you want in life. You know, I, I've always tried to find balance. I do have misplaced anger, man. I, 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 I get angry, man, sometimes with certain shit. But you know what? I overcome that because I realize that anger is a natural fucking emotion. Just because you get angry sometimes doesn't mean you're a fucking, you're an angry person. You know, or you have anger issues or anger, you need anger management. Anger is a natural emotion. And once you, once you realize that and, and, and come to that conclusion and understand that it's just natural, man, to get angry sometimes. You just want to be angry every fucking day. But, you know, you have that misplaced anger and you just got to understand it. You know, you need to learn to deal with the frustrations when it happens, not to let it build up. But it's it's good to know your flaws, and that's 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 real. When you start understanding your fucking flaws, and you know you can call your shit out, like I said, on yourself, and look in the fucking mirror and say, "Man, you're cheating yourself, your bullshit." That's when you're gonna fucking make it. When you're fucking sitting there, I like like I said before, you can cut corners, right? Yeah, you can fucking cut corners when you're gambling. In life, you take it head on. You take it head on. Don't fucking cut corners in life. You're never going to make it. You tell it how it is and you be real and you fucking do it the right way and you believe it in your heart. And like I said, you don't put judgment. You look in the fucking mirror and you be honest with yourself and you're going to get places. When you put, when you call your own shit out and your own shit and realize that you haven't been authentic in your relationships, you've been lying to people, you've been trying to fucking cut corners. When you fucking start saying it and you start being fucking real with yourself, that's when you're going to fucking make it. When you start calling your shit out on your own flaws. But it's good to know your flaws. I don't trust people who don't think there's anything about themselves to work on. I don't trust nobody who says that. I'm fucking the, the fuck out of here. I got people like that in my fucking family. I know a couple of them. I'm not going to say their names. They know who they are. You know, they, they don't they don't want to say. They don't want to fuck. Ah, I don't have a, get the fuck out of here. Beat it. We're all works in progress. That's just the way it is. You know? But how it is for me, oh, I'm telling you right now, always keep an open heart and speak the truth. If you always keep an open heart and speak the truth, karma won't come back to bite you in the fucking ass. I'll tell you that right now. You won't, you won't punch the fuck in before you punch out. But, where are Jimbo here? It it's time to go. It's time to go, guys. It's 55 minutes since this show has started. I'm hearing noises on the phone that I never fucking heard before. <laughs> this is the longest it's ever been. It's the longest it's ever going to fucking be too, guys. A lot I got to say, but I'm not going to fucking say it all in one shot. You know, there's layers to this shit. There's layers, right? On top is all the ugliness, the anger. It comes, but you know, after that from the anger and all the other shit comes hurt. Underneath it, as long as underneath it all is all love. Your foundation is love, and that love is there through the layers. You're good. All right? 
Listen, guys, great show, great show, great show. Great show, great show. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So many fans. And they're laughing. You love that? I'm funny. I know it. I got funny people coming on, though. You know what the funniest is? It's going to be my cousin Rob. I can't wait. We're going to bring him on for the holidays. We're going to see how things go with Rob for the holidays. But there'll be guests coming on before then. Maybe, maybe not. The first guest was Bear. And he was a bark. Ha, ha, ha. But, guys, other news, sports. The toilet bowl is 21-7. Dolphins. Who do I like this week in sports, boys and girls? Well, let's get to that real fast before we leave. I'll end with that. This week in football. Hmm. My locks. So here's going to be the noise for my locks. Those are the locks, boys and girls. The locks this week for football will be the Colts over the Jets all day. They're going to spank the J. E-T-S. Spank them. Chargers all day. I like the quarterback. I like Herbert from Oregon. He's a good quarterback. Carolina got no fucking McCaffrey. That guy's phenomenal. There's two right there. The third one of the day. Let's see. I will go with college this weekend on Saturday. On Saturday, you got the University of Miami against Florida State. I'm a Florida State fan as well as a Notre Dame fan for college football. But I'm going to the University of Miami this weekend. And I will take Cincinnati over Army. So there are your four picks for this weekend. I will take Cincinnati. I will take Miami on Saturday. And on Sunday for NFL, I will take the Chargers. And I will take the Colts. Boys and girls, it's been real. I will speak to you soon. Good night.